and we witches three have gathered around this tiny fire way in the woods surrounded by little baby shoes. And we're going to open up our little shampoo bottle that I brought from home after finishing <laughs> out the shampoo because I wanted Wait fresh, clean hair. No, and no. we're going to put our Wait, di- different ingredients no, in no, the shampoo no, bottle. No, no, when listen, it, what? No, okay, all right. Here's the thing is that technically that would work, right? That, but okay, at the same time, now we're talking. But no, but at the same we, time. We would have to have like a funnel of something. What? is another bit. But Peter, he's oh, right. This is blowing my mind. He's right. We need a tiny funnel. And yeah. that way we a creepy, <laughs> like maybe we could put some skulls on it or something. Yeah, it's good. We'll bedazzle the funnel with skulls and put but it on there's it. Always, uh, there's always like a little bit of soap at the bottom, right? That's it's going fine. To a lot of my smell. spells have a little soap in them. Mm, yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep it clean. Yeah, that's why Nice, squeaky clean smell. <laughs> a potion that makes your breath fresh. I'm Alex. I'm Pete. I'm Justin. <laughs> This is the Chilling Up Podcast of Sabrina. Very excited to suddenly be back in the middle of winter for Chapter 11 of Midwinter's Tale, a special episode of Sabrina. Uh, now, you guys have probably already checked it out on Netflix. If not, go check it out right now, then come back here because we're going to recap the whole thing for you, break yeah, it all down, as well as answer some of your tweets that you sent us Ooh, about this tweet episode. answering. Everybody loves answering tweets. Yeah, you gotta answer the tweets. The only way of answering tweets, I don't know if you guys know this, is on a podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's you legit. respond on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's I, ridiculous. I, is there, they gotta add a reply button at some point. They should. Yeah, where do tweets live? I don't even know online. Uh, I mostly uh, have my mail to me. Oh, that's, that's oh, nice. My Expensive, yeah, I bet. Yeah. I have mine read to me. What? I have them read to me. Oh, you, have tw- you have a tweet reader. Yes. Yep. Yep. He has yep. a bad. Nice. Yeah. He has yeah. a bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about where we left off on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina because you may have forgotten in the intervening month oh, or so. It actually hasn't been that long since it was on. No. Uh, but Sabrina has renounced human society, completely renounced it, completely renounced all of her friends, signed the Book of Night, joined with Satan, is now uh, attending the Academy of Unseen Arts, along with the Weird Sisters uh, and Nick Scratch, the true hero of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, if he was the true hero, where was he in this episode? Don't even talk Saving stuff. Saving stuff. We'll talk about it later. Also, she has three human friends, or former human friends, of course, including her ex-boyfriend, Harvey Kinkle, oh, her friend you. Susie, uh, who has a ghost friend, yep. and doesn't not important this Roz. episode, yep. and her friend Roz, who has the sight. She has the yeah. cunning yeah. that is passed out. And she may be going blind because of it. We right. don't know. Also, we did talk about that a lot. This episode. Yeah. Uh, and she lives with her two aunts, Hilda and Zelda, as well as her cousin Ambrose and her and parents. A and a baby. Oh, and a baby, right. Letitia. They kidnapped a baby. I forgot about that. Uh, they kidnapped Zelda a baby kidnapped a baby from... Um, from, uh, wow, I'm really blanking on a bunch uh, of stuff. Father, Father Blackwood, yep. uh, whose wife died in childbirth. So there you go. That pretty much catches yep, you up. And I'm Adam Goldberg. So oh, let's jump into it. she changed her hair color. She did change her hair color when she decided to sign the book. Right. Got a little more now, blonde. actually, before we get into the episode itself, I think it's a kind of interesting or important to talk about how this episode came about. Now, yeah. they didn't originally reportedly plan to do this episode. Uh, the episode order was for 20 episodes, for one for part one. 
10 for part one, 10 for part two. Uh, and then about halfway through the production of part two, Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa realized, oh, you know what? We should do a holiday special. Smart guy. Yeah. And then Very everybody cool. in the writing staff was like, oh, why are you making us do this? <laughs> and then More Netflix writing. was like, great, let's do it. Uh, they had already shot or were in the middle of shooting episode one back. And then we're like, wait, can we switch it around a little bit and do shoot the second episode, which will be a holiday episode. So if there's any weirdness in terms of the continuity or anything like that there, it's because it's purposely supposed to sort of exist in this bubble between yeah. these two halves of the Did season. Did you feel any weird? I didn't think it was weird. Well, but I would say... Uh, weirdness is the wrong way of saying I thought it. there would be more... I thought this was going to be more of a bottle episode when instead yeah. it was literally continuing all of the plot from yeah. the, the the previous... Right. Seemed like just uh, the next... Here's, here's the only weirdness, and I know we're going to jump into this for a bit, but for me, uh, the fact that she's still going to her high school and chatting with her friends, I thought we were done with that after the last How episode. Dare. Well, of course How she's going to be hanging out with them. Well, but at least for a little while. I thought Come she was on, all man. in on the Academy of Unseen Arts. Well, and I, I think was glad is. that that wasn't the case oh, because I was super upset if she was just going to turn her back on everybody after she sold the fuck out. Fought and said, oh, I'm not going to sign the book. All of a sudden, now she's signing yeah, the Here's book. my problem is she sold out on selling out. Yeah, she right. undersold herself out back in. I'm confused. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know what you She's guys She's a sellout who sold out. She sold in. She bought in. I don't know what that She's means. all in. She's all in. Texas Hold'em, rounders. <laughs> you got crocodile blood. Matt Damon, hosted SNL. Topical. It all comes back around six degrees of separation. Let's uh, hey, Weezer, man. Let's get into it. Let's talk about Weezer. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Great. Let's talk through the episode before we get totally afield. Justin, walk us through it. That's great. So um, we kick off a little bit of a cold open set in yesteryear uh, where um, Hilda is uh, waiting in line um, for Santa with uh, Susie's father. Uh, yep. And uh, Sabrina and Susie are running up to see Santa. And they're like, it's a shame about all these kids getting snatched. Um, and really, that's it. <laughs> that right. Well, the other thing. Well, no, about Sabrina th- reveals. It's very sadly. She's sad. she, yeah, she's like, I wish I could. Uh, it wasn't a what reveal. What do you want for Christmas? She was like, I wish I could talk to my mom. It wasn't oh. a reveal to me that she misses her dead parents. No, but it was uh, a moment <laughs> of how up, important. It yeah. sets up the episode for sure. Yeah. Well, can we talk about uh, young Sabrina who looks exactly like Sabrina? She yeah, was, was crazy. Ter- it was terrifying. To yeah. me, it was like. Odd. I was like, "Oh, you look too similar." Yeah. To- what now? Do you think that was just CG'd? No, 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 no. That is the actress's name is McKenna Grace. Wait, that's a different person. Yes. yes. No fucking way. Yes. Of course it was. She was younger. I thought it was just like some CG effects or something that no. like de-aged her or something. No, no, no. 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 So that's an actress named McKenna Grace, and she's almost made uh, a career out of playing young versions of people. So she is... That woman's a chameleon. In in Captain Marvel, she's going to be young Carol Danvers. Uh, In Sabrina, she's young Sabrina Spelman. She was on three episodes of Young Shelton, which is slightly unrelated. On Haunting of Hill House, (laughs) if you saw that, she was young Theo. All right, we've gone off the deep end with this. Wait, wait, wait. There was one more. Oh, Once Upon a Time, she was young Emma, and then I I think she was young Tignatero. Uh, no. no. Oh, she was young Tanya in I, Tanya as well. Oh, wow. So the, she's done a lot of like young versions wow. of I hate to say it, but she's going to age out of a lot of those roles. <laughs> <laughs> that 
is awful. <laughs> She's going to be old young Sheldon pretty Ooh, soon. Oh, man. Come on, man. Oh, she yeah. did actually oh, play. We have, we're so behind on our young Sheldon recap podcast. Yeah, we got to uh, do that. We no, we're not quite up to old young Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Oh no! Uh, well, you're such a big fan. Yeah, um, they should really rename that ship. So we they jump. Uh, we jump. So we, to Pete's point, they add the flashback ends with Sabrina talking about how sad she is about her mother specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which plays into the rest of the episode. We jump to the present. Uh, we learn um, this is super fun. I thought it's not a Christmas tree; it's a Yule tree. Right. Yeah, and then we have the Yule log, which is super important. Very important. Yeah. Uh, because they worship Satan, they don't want us to be wor- celebrating Christmas. Right. They celebrate the winter solstice, which is very important. Very similar to Christmas in terms of its trappings. And they like uh, Christmas carols. I where's the where are the Satan carols? I don't know. I don't know where they are. One of, uh, I, I did a little reading about this. Apparently, most of the writing staff on Sabrina's pagans. So they were very excited to write about this Wait, aspect. They're actual pagans? Yeah. What? I don't know if it was a joke. It might have been a joke. That's the it joke. Sounds like a joke. The odds yeah. of, like, actively practicing pagans is pretty. They may be, like, ag- not not And the comedy people. writers, like, I don't know what the. Uh, Venn diagram of that is. To be fair, uh, comedy writers are like one bad job away from becoming pagans, <laughs> I would argue. But the, if oh, they're. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant vegans. Yeah, that's vegans. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got that wrong. Yeah, that makes oh, more sense. Oh, man. Uh, I liked how uh, Auntie Zelda had the joke of like, uh, what secret? This baby was, you know, and like I had a whole lie prepared that was really yeah. funny. Zelda is explaining away the, the stolen child. Yep. Ambrose is just busting balls like we haven't missed oh, a second man. of his life. Oh, it's so great It was stuff. nice to have him back. It, and it's funny, this, throughout this whole episode, Ambrose just walking in the room and being like, that's a bad idea. And then wandering <laughs> back out, uh, which is like hilarious. Yeah. I love yeah. him there. Uh, except for later, he goes um, when he everyone's fucking up at the hu- at the Spellman house. So he's like, "I'm going to go to a party." And then Yo, it's his face when he walks like, at the party this is a fun party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no comment on any other part of the episode, yep. and that never co- factors in later. Uh, just him being cool. Yeah. So, and then we hear we're like Sabrina missing her mom. She's in this position still where still after all these years, after all these years, which makes sense. Uh, yeah, that's weird. You would have thought uh, she would have gotten over a dead mom at some point. Uh, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I mean, Batman never did. I mean, why, why would Sabrina? <laughs> I'm uh, totally kidding. I, of yeah. course she would, would get over it. Oh, That's okay, her, right, the good. whole impetus for her character. And like, she's not Batman. Really she's Peter Parker. We've talked about this before. And <laughs> Nice. And I do think, like, it plays... Her mom was in the same position uh, that she was, in a way, uh, with... She was coming from the human world. She's trying to understand Harvey um, and his position. So talking to her mom about how it was when she first met her father and was caught up in the magic world, I think, is important now ambrose and sabrina have a little sit down here which i really liked and sabrina is kind of voicing her uh concerns about whether or not she should just like be totally in the school and ignoring her friends or whether she should try to be you know in touch with them you know well again this gets back to and i i want to emphasize weirdness is the wrong word but the idea that she's still struggling with that after we left her making a decision was strange to me that that pointed to the bubble nature of the episode because i do think or I assume when we get back for chapter 12, there's going to be something more definitive there. She is going to be much more in the witch world. I than hope the human not world. because that goes against the complete character. We've been watching the whole first, uh, but season. that's the decision that she made at the end of chapter well, 10. But you I would know. push back, especially with this episode. Like she drags her human friends into the witch world. Hell yeah. Harvey she does. rejects it, but the other two get like an asshole, a bunch. Uh, wow. Yeah. Well, are you anti Harvey now? No, I'm just upset that he's not fighting for love. 
He's just all like, I'm against magic. I've seen too much stuff now. Well, magic. Harvey, did- what about love, bro? What about love? Magic did. That's what the real love is between a, a scratch and a spellman. Nope. Yep. Nope. I think so. Nope. Absence yeah. makes the heart grow nope. further, and we didn't yeah. get that's any Nick Scratch in this episode. Yeah. No Nick Scratch. That's how important he is to this fucking show. He's Here. not even in this episode. Can we, can we talk about lens. this for a second? Because I feel like we have a responsibility for our listening audience to give them some love advice, right? Exactly. If you love somebody, you disappear from their life no. as much as possible. No. That's how you make them miss you. No. Yeah. And then they'll love you, and then they'll be with you. No. Exactly. If you love somebody, you do whatever it takes to be with that if person. If you love someone, and set them free, which is what Sabrina did, and let Nick Scratch go on a little vacation to the Unholy Lands, uh-huh. and so he can come back and be even more Nick Scratch than he was when he left. Oh, and then Scratchman, will dude, you guys, be strong. you're telling me that you didn't think like the pain that Sabrina's going through with these sit downs with him, and he's just being a dumbass, like take these pencils back, like. That it was painful. I mean, that to does see sound her. stupid when you say it. Well, I gotta say, <laughs> take these pencils back. I gotta say, I think Sabrina didn't seem really that interested in Harvey. She what was, the fuck are you? She talking like about? gives him a present that was like nice, but sort of like he's disconnected. A, he's an artist. He draws. That's a very thoughtful present. I know, but she he never has to sharpen those pencils ever again. She, so Do you know, as an artist, how nice that is. How much time you can save. Yeah, I the, love sharpening pencils. I think the point is, but it's not. That's like a, a, a very light convenience. She doesn't tell him any big truth. She doesn't open up to him. She's just like sort of placating what their relationship used to be. And to She's me, She's trying to respect him and give him space. So I, I guess when you think about it, if you try to weigh the things out, on one side of the equation, she gave him these pencils that he doesn't have to sharpen. Colored and pencils. The, oh, colored pencils. Sure. Yeah. I don't want to leave that out. And on the other side of the equation, she set up a situation where she had he had to shoot his brother in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I don't know. It is. You're right. I mean, it is kind of even. Yeah, I guess. How much does he hate sharpening pencils? More than he uh, hates missing his brother? Yeah. yeah. Well, she also, right. over the course, of, we're sort of jumping all over the place, but I think that's fine. She also gives some eggnog without telling him yeah, that, that was what cures his quote unquote cures his father's alcoholism which t- I was like what this is she she was behaving badly when it comes to Harvey yeah. and I I was on Harvey's side in this I think he made the right choice to be like I don't you know what? I don't yeah. want these pencils and like get also, out of my life yeah, Harvey stop doing magic she's like hey stop doing magic around me she's like here's these magic pencils and yeah. I'm gonna give you some magic eggnog yeah, yeah. it's not and cool. also it was kind of the way she like just showed up and was like, oh, hey, I didn't know you were coming. Yeah, I brought eggnog. What? Yeah. yeah. Stop, setting, stop setting fire to my house, okay? And then you look over, they're like, oh, matches. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> and you know, honestly, these yeah, matches? exactly. Uh, but seeing Harvey only made me want to see more of Nick Scratch. No. Especially Harvey lurking around in the back, background of that one shot. I was like, this Aww. dude... This dude is like the Fred Andrews of Fuck you. Magic Town. Uh, Fuck you. You love Fred Andrews. I do. And I don't like the negative connotation you're putting on Fred or Harvey. I never said that it's negative, but <laughs> I do think it is negative. Yeah, well, I know what you mean. They're like little mops that you lean oh, against the you're wall. You're a fucking like, douche. Hey, you you're a douche. Over there, it sure is moist. Dude, how dare you? Uh, so uh, let's... Uh, I, I mean, that's sort of all that happens in the Harvey-Sabrina relationship. Right, right. And it ends in a place where they sort of are more broken up than ever. I know. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, Heartbreak. Heartbroken. It pays the it pays the path for what we all want. And well, no, it pays what the path you for guys want, things. not what we all want. What and you the potential guys. Harvey Roz romance. 
Um, it is interesting. That could the next uh, the yeah. preview that aired that was on right after this yeah, yeah. Uh, seemed to point to a Harvey Ross. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, into it. I'm not chipping that. Haas. Chipping that? Haas. I'm whole Haas. I'm, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh boy. Ooh yeah, Haas. The Haas is on. So Susie's a Christmas elf. So hold on a second. So well, let's talk about <laughs> Madam Satan first because she's uh, we see her. She's doing. Oh little, yeah, she's praying. She's tiny Satan prayer. She's like, yeah. hey dude, hey what's up? Shit. I did you my shit. Me? Why aren't you helping me out now? And then um, Sabrina shows up and is like, hey, can I borrow your book of the dead again? Because I want to try to conjure, uh, have a seance to get my mother back to ask her some questions. Madam Satan does not like this. I think insinuating that Madam Satan may have been the person that killed her parents. Oh yeah, mm. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yes, uh, I didn't read that she didn't like it necessarily so much as her arc in the episode is she doesn't know what her place is now. She thought, great, I get Sabrina signed up in the dark book. I get to go down to hell, have a great time, stay warm all winter. That's not what happened with her. Party in hell. But she says, like, I don't want um, Sabrina's mom telling Sabrina things that I don't want Sabrina to hear. Right. There's definitely something going on there. There's clearly a secret history that we're going to find out before the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, I, because I hope so because I'm sick of Madam Satan in this position of lying so hard to Sabrina and Sabrina just having no idea ever. Right. It drives me insane. But yeah. that's Sabrina's kind of such her a smart right? character, yes. but she's so blind to Madam Satan. It's, well, but she's blind to a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, that explains to get back more seriously to the things with Harvey. That's why she does that with Harvey is she doesn't see exactly how much it's hurting him. She yeah. doesn't understand. She doesn't, no. And I think that, that like Sabrina is inherently flawed. I think, and we talked about this a little bit in the last, the first 10 episodes, like she doesn't have, uh, that pop, that spark of someone who's like ahead of the game. She's yeah. always behind the game. Yeah. And we, the viewer, are the only one that sees it actually what's happening. Yes. So Madam Satan, uh, does, uh, does give her the book of the dead. Yeah. They decide of a seance. She has a seance with the weird sisters, invites them over, which I thought was nice. That yeah. That was yeah. super nice. Of her. After her now. friends were like, um, no, we don't want to do a seance <laughs> with yeah. you. Yeah. She was like, what? Too weird? Too soon? I, I like that part. I thought that yeah. was cool that Sabrina's not really aware of, like we're saying, of well, herself. Well, it's like how when I invite people over to Passover theaters, as soon as they find out I'm Jewish, I get that they're uncomfortable. It makes sense, you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, because you conjure Elijah into a chair at your yeah, table yeah, yeah. all the time. He drinks the wine. Yeah. Well, Knocks well, on the door. Great. Good guy. You're a, you're a warlock. Um, so we have... Uh, so the seance is happening in the upstairs while Madam Satan has a gingerbread voodoo house. Yeah, that she built <laughs> I was with like, people and the exact replica of the house with a lot of emphasis on the chimney. Yeah. She has a great chimney that's... I uh, love that. I want to eat that house. Yeah. Um, it was really well made. I didn't know... She's actually appearing on Nailed It. Oh, uh, is with, she? Yeah. Oh, oh, she's, yeah. Smart tie-in. Yeah, that's a smart tie-in. <laughs> Uh, she pours water. We didn't say before the eulog. You have to keep it burning through the the shortest day and the longest night to protect themselves from the spirits because the solstice is when the, the everybody knows veil that. between everybody the, knows this that. world and the next is at its thinnest, etc. 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 Keep the eulog going. Madam Satan pours water down the gingerbread voodoo house, and real water falls into the regular house, killing the eulog. Here's as the, the worst thing about that: she soaked that gingerbread house. Yeah, the chimney that is, that is going to crumble apart. Think of all the gingerbread she used in the internal area. Areas of the gingerbread house to right. make the chimney functional. Yeah, 
That's a lot. She's a craftswoman. Yeah, she really it's is. Amazing. I Anyways, think she's going to win nailed it. Yeah, she's going to crush nailed it. Susie's a Christmas elf. Jacques Torres is going to love her. Well, Susie is very specifically Jingles the Christmas elf, which is a classic Archie comics character. Jingles is a magical elf who comes once a year and bothers Archie on Christmas. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. It so sort of spins out of the like. Remember wow, the Flintstones? Where there was an alien named Gazoo. Oh yeah, yeah that was great. Was sort of the Archie take on that, where it's like, right. what? This is real. So is this that is like Mitzelplek. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of okay. like that. Okay. Uh, so this obviously is not exactly Jiggles, but it's another fun little crossover Easter egg that they had in the episode. Yeah. Uh, but Susie's so excited to be Jiggles. Yeah, I, like, I love that costume. Yeah, it, 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 she really did look like an elf. She looked great. Yeah. It felt a little odd of character for Susie to be like, I've been dying to be this Christmas elf. Yeah, that was but, weird. Yeah, but uh, it makes sense. Um, we have a flash from Roz as she's walking away. Oh, my God. Well, and first then, off, when would you freak out? As soon as I saw... Uh, a tear coming down the eye of a wooden statue, I would just run. I would turn and fucking run. I mean, I've puppets cry. No. All no, the time. puppets do not cry. Yes. That's why they're puppets. All the puppets I have been around in my house that, I mean, they do eventually try to kill me, but they cry a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think you've got I'm it. always screaming at my puppets, and they're crying because of that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, you guys... Uh, our warlocks. The, that crying, that crying. <laughs> doll, thank you. That crying doll was super creepy. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Absolutely, I, really well done. So there's two things that are going on this episode. I'm curious to hear from you guys whether you thought the two chains were thematically linked. I haven't necessarily, honestly, thought about it too much myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have the one storyline that's going out of the Spellbed House with the Yule kids, Yule lads. Yep. Uh, and then we have the other storyline going on with uh, the dude who is trying to the turn... Demon. The Mr. demon. Mr. Who's Mr. Bartell. To, yeah, Mr. Bartell, who's trying to turn Susie into a... Uh, wooden pop yeah. statue. Wax, wax wooden statue, statue or something yeah. like that. Um, whether they were linked, uh, I mean... No, you said 2 chains, which was a nice plug for your favorite musical artist. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, I mean, a little bit. I think it's like uh, Sabrina's suffering the loss of her mother, and then Bartell is trying to preserve these children. I think there's right. a little bit of a, okay. like, I wish nothing would change in my family kind right. of thing. Right. And there's, uh, what is her name? Griddle? Grilla? Grilla? Yep. Yeah. Grilla? Gryla, maybe? Gryla. Yeah, Gryla, same sort of thing. She wants to preserve these children and keep them. So I, I, that makes sense. And I'll, I think that, that plays into the holiday theme. I will say they don't really go out of their way to connect those ideas. It's right. just yeah. a very light thematic connection, which I appreciate. Like, yeah, let's think of it. Uh, I also really love the actress who played Gryla. Yeah. Badass. Really cool. I, I thought she was great, too. I thought her introduction was weird because the way that they shot the introduction, it felt like it was going to turn around and you'd be like, oh, shit, it's Meryl Streep. But yeah, yeah. It was actually a pretty well-known genre actress. Yes. Uh, but she's not... She's not necessarily that level. It definitely felt like it was going to be a celebrity, a household name, and then it wasn't. But I thought it was a great performance. But she performance. was excellent. Yeah. She, was, she was really uh, she's she's awesome. somebody. I also spent a, a lot of, of the stuff. episode looking at her and be like, is that Petty Peabody? Yeah, is it, right. Yeah, I was like, What's is it on? someone famous that was yeah. on makeup on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gryla. She hosts a late night radio show. Oh, yeah. Is how she's famous. Gryla After Dark. Yep. I uh, loved how she's like, uh, uh, got, sorry, any real gin? Qu- got any gin? 
Have you yeah. uh, have you ever called it to cry after dark? Yeah, it's uh, it's great. She yeah. uh, has a horrifying breakup advice. <laughs> she teaches you how to like ruin your relationships. Hey, Grandma, well, uh, my kids are missing, and I miss them a lot. I have them. <laughs> Here is um, "Sailing Away" <laughs> by Christopher Cross. Sailing takes me away. Um, I did like how the. That whole thing kind of wrapped up, though. Well, hold on. Let's talk about it. So, uh, Sabrina <laughs> yeah, Con- Before we talk about how it wrapped up, yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about how it happened. started. Okay. So, Sabrina's having the seance. They have this wedding dress out there, very Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, thought, right? cool. Yeah. Um, they uh, conjure, uh, they conjure um, Sabrina's mom. At the same time, these Yule lads come in, and they uh, start fucking around in the house. Trashing the place. It and got scary with the knives, man. It did get scary. So, we see a, a series about- of different... Um, little scenes uh, where the Yule lads uh, capture um, the different members of the family. But Sabrina sees her mom and uh, she is speaking through um, one of the weird sisters. And you see that first moment where Sabrina is like, she's like, I have to let go. This something's wrong here. And Sabrina won't. She's willing to do anything to keep in touch with her mom. Uh, I I love that. I love that as a thread. I, it's such a clear, like we've talked about, Peter Parker thing, um, all those other comic book characters. But that's how they treat it. Like, she is a superhero, essentially. And to, or even, you know, you could say, like, there's a Shades of Disney Princess in there a little bit, where she's constantly trying to reconnect and uh, with her parents and find out more about them. And that gives the whole series such a good emotional undertone. I also really loved how they kind of teased it in that, when she went to limbo, we got to see her a little bit, and then we kind of got the payoff of that in this episode, which yeah. was great. She seems a little bit better, looking better in this episode. Yeah. Um, and well, I should say the candle budget on this show is sick. Dude, oh, um, sick candle budget, sick bro. Sick candle budget, both during the seance and later at the end of the episode. Oh, I the heard they were burning. going to get Meryl Streep, but then they couldn't afford her because of the candle so budget. Yeah. Candle budget. Worth it, though. Worth but, it. you know, when you know you where your bread's buttered, and that's with right. candles. Same thing happened with Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Yeah. <laughs> So many candles in that fucking yeah. Oh my god! Um, so we see uh, the Yule lads are running around the house. Um, Ambrose is trying to um, put together embalming a Christmas corpse. Uh, yeah. Always a fun activity. That was a scary scene. The corpse uh, captures oh, him. When she's him looking at the mirror and like. Yeah, oh, freaking me out. Then we have Hilda with the uh, the kids, those evil spirits playing some cooking she, pranks, uh, making again way too much food. That is one of my favorite. Just yeah, I don't even know if it's a running joke or a visual joke, but I just enjoy that whenever they cut to Hilda in the kitchen, there's enormous piles of food, mm-hmm. she, and it's almost a cooking show. Like you yeah. see her like <laughs> legit cook. Yes, <laughs> there's not like cutting around it. it. It's um, she uh, nails it. Um, then uh, she um, sort of fights her way out, uh, escapes with without any knife wounds. And then we see Zelda, who is sewing, and a message is sewed in the sewing machine uh, by the sewing machine, where it's like, I'm taking the baby or whatever. We have this your baby. was super upsetting, the sequence, yeah. because yeah. they tracked down the baby to an oven. The baby yeah. is inside of the oven. Oh, my God. And I know it's fake, and I know they're not actually putting a baby in an oven, but... Well, the baby as, was in an oven. Well, that's the for thing. This is, shot. And I'm sure it was maybe not a real oven or yeah. something like that. It was like just that. on, like, defrost. <laughs> it was just on 200. <laughs> yeah, you know, 200, it's barely oh, on. nothing like a ghosty. <laughs> as a father of two children, seeing a baby, yeah. even in a fake stage oven, yeah. very That upsetting. is the first time you've ever been affected by a father-baby moment. Well, I was <laughs> upset it because they didn't turn it up to 500 and cook it for a nice oh, five oh, hours man. to make there a little bit of a roast. There's the Elvin I know. There's the Elvin I know. 
So then we introduce Gryla, like we talked about. She comes from the mountains. Uh, Gryla eats kids mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and takes wants to take kids. Um, she loves gin. Uh, she doesn't like men, so Ambrose has to go away to yeah. the party. Uh, Sabrina hides in the basement with Letitia. So does she a horrible job of hiding with that baby. She doesn't do a bad job. Have you do ever tried to keep a baby quiet? Yeah, but if it spits out the goddamn, uh, what you call it, you put that immediately right back in the mouth. Oh, wow. Okay. Man. Thanks, Daddy Pete. I can't <laughs> wait to you babysit. Bill. Yeah. Well, if, you're have, if you have to be, if that baby has to be quiet. Put the and it's pacifier like, in the mouth. Hey, if it's. <laughs> Past like the pacifier in the mouth. <laughs> Listen, the in the if mouth, it's important, it you keep that fucking again. thing in there. <laughs> oh, it's, you have it's just shouting like, fathering tips to two dads over here. I'm just saying, if it's vital for you staying alive, that baby being alive, you keep that baby quiet. I feel like it's vital. I put a pacifier in your mouth right now. <laughs> uh, so then um, Sabrina's mom just pops up, which mm-hmm. I thought was crazy. She yeah. went to crown. She's like, hey, I have some stuff to say. I was like, they had to work so hard to get you to show up. Well, like, yeah, th- that's why maybe it was my expectations going into this episode versus what actually happened. But just kind of seeing the mother there after this whole build up this entire season, again, gets towards that weirdness I'm talking about where it felt like... Uh, I understand I need to get past this, but it felt like, oh, okay, this is going to be a one-off special, fun holiday special. Right. Nope, she finally meets her mom yeah. after 11 episodes, and it just kind of happens. And there's a well, lot what of are you it. talking about? She brought her to the place for the seance, then if she's been... No, I know, I know. And again, this is my personal thing that I need to get past is my expectations versus the reality of the episode. Yep. But it was just surprising that they made such big moves in this. Well, And it felt like they sort of burnt this relationship for this episode when you would think that the mother's going to play a larger role and in the series. And it might still like happen. And it might still happen, but I agree with Alex a little bit. It, I was surprised by how casually she was like, hey, I'm here to fix this situation and not I really. thought it was a great right. thing and that a mother... Situation. For her daughter. Uh, so we get the classic uh, baby in the circle, two sides pull. Uh, oh, yeah, the pulling of a baby. I was like, what the fuck kind of thing is this? It's a very famous story in uh, uh, the Bible. It's a Bible yeah. story, right? Or in a play called the Caucasian Chalk Circle. Um, they, uh, <laughs> I'm a classically trained actor. The, uh, <laughs> and instead, the whole thing, move is if you don't pull the baby, then you get to keep it because you don't want to kill the baby. And this time, reversed. Fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Gryla got to no, take no, the baby. But it didn't because they were tricking him. So it did work out that way. Yeah, but no, but not, Zelda not doesn't pull on the baby and she loses the baby. Yeah, she but loses. But then she the gets baby. the baby back. Right. Yeah, because they tricked got, her. Yeah. Right. The, yeah, but the rules later. are the rules oh, of the okay. story okay. are okay. if you don't pull the baby because you care for it, right. and then you get to keep it because you're the real mom. Right. right. And in this case, it was like, uh, you should have pulled on that baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. If you want to have the baby, you gotta pull on the baby. Exactly. Uh if you're strong enough, you can hold it. I really liked how uh the team up, like even though she is this person who is like uh, all about stealing kids and all this kind of stuff. The fact that somebody tortures kids makes her on the good side. I thought that was right. really cool. So um, we find out that, Sabri- that Sabrina's mom told Sabrina to do the classic disappearing pig trick from right. Willow. Yep. I believe is the reference there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't know what that is, you're a real human and I'm a psychopath. Um, <laughs> they swap the baby with a teddy bear. Yep. Gryla gets halfway up the mountain. She's like, fuck, yeah. this is a teddy bear. Oh, Willow yeah. trick. Could also I be a labyrinth, labyrinth respite. Could be, yeah. There's a lot of swapping, uh, swapping babies. Yeah. Um, I keep trying to swap my babies. Yeah, oh, doesn't boy. work. You don't swap him to Pete because who knows what he's going to do with it. <laughs> I got too many as it is. Uh, yeah, I'm your baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, Madam Goldberg is Pete's little baby. 
so the uh, meanwhile, Susie's been um, captured by this demon, Mr. Barrett, um, who uh, is we don't know Bartel. anything about him. Bartel. Or sorry, yeah, Bartel. We don't know what kind of demon he is, except he's like he loves wax and he loves putting kids in wax. Right. Yeah. He takes a long it time. It takes a long time. Long time to warm up the wax. Yeah. I, if I were him, much like the oven talk, pre preheat pre- 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 yeah. the wax. Exactly. Preheat the wax. Then you, don't then when you kidnap somebody, you're ready to go. Kidnap should be the last thing you do. Yeah, right. people just forgot about Susie for a lot of this episode. Definitely. Well, Even she's her- got for an entire day. And so I think it's Roz is like, hey, where's your daughter? And he's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I thought you were with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, he wakes up the next morning. Like, truly, Susie vanishes in the middle of a day. Yeah. And then the dad goes to bed, not wondering where his daughter is, which dinner is what a lot of time parents have with sure. their kids. And next morning, he's like, shit, Susie's not here. Well, I mean, in that defense, she did stay late to work. So she had that excuse. She was staying late to work, so she might have missed what, dinner. Was it midnight when small Santa yeah, was hanging on. out? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Her, her dad's up. He's definitely up. Yeah, he's up. He's, he's a late watching night nailed dude. it or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Uh, so it, it, the demon's about to dip the baby. Um, they tell Gryla that this dude's better. Dip the dip Susie. <laughs> Susie. <laughs> we like to call Susie our little baby. <laughs> she's, our little, she's dressed like an elf, which yeah, is, a, is. Which uh, is kind a of like a large baby. So uh, he's trying to dip uh, dip Susie. Dip, baby. Dip. 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 Baby, dip. <laughs> They tell Gryla that this dude's been killing kids for years. Yeah. Gryla, no likey. Oh, she shows awesome. up. She's like, I'm going to torture this guy. Yeah. So she just makes him stand in the woods with candles on his head. <laughs> I, one of my favorite moments before that, though, is when Gryla turns to Susie and is like, child, are you alone? And Susie's like, no. I have a father. And she's like, oh, you're lucky. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> then, which would have been such an easy answer for her to screw up, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, and then that would have been super messed up for Susie. Yeah. She would yeah. have to live in the woods. Yep. But the good news is she has a father. And uh, yeah, I like that. It seemed to me like they took this demon and like dipped him in wax and made him a wax figure. And then it's just going to be a candle stand. He just had like four candles. On would his you head. like that, no. though? To but, be turned into a candle opera? Oh, I like mean, it worked for Beauty yeah, like, and the Beast. Yeah, it worked for Beauty and the Beast, yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was yeah, a fitting... I'm like, sorry, could you answer my fucking question? I thought it was a <laughs> fitting... Was a, okay, yes. I have a thing for female feather dusters, <laughs> okay, and I would love yeah. to... Be a little candle man. Have sex. <laughs> oh my god! What just happened? I would uh, love to be a little candle. We don't man. have time for this. We gotta get to Twitter questions, you asshole. Uh, yeah. So like, uh, so I'll take I it. You'd it rather be more of a Cogsworth. Yeah. <laughs> You're more I thought of a it was Cogsworth. fitting. Uh, no, Pete's like the toilet brush that you don't see in the movie, but he's alive <laughs> and he lives in the toilet. And he's like, I live in the toilet. Also. <laughs> he's, he's also French. Give me the fuck out of here. Please don't dip me in the toilet. I'm a human. I thought it was a cool <laughs> fitting thing that they made this guy be a human or a demon uh, candle, basically. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, so. Then the, the episode that we have sort of an, an epilogue where Zelda's like, I'm going to give up this baby. And they're like, no. I thought that was a weird. <laughs> what are you talking about? Pl- it was nice that she came to her senses and was like, I shouldn't do this. This was a wrong decision. And then Diana has one more st- little moment with Sabrina where they just talk about what it's like to be uh, dating and for Sabrina to be dating human. Well, because she wants advice. That was one of the things with her mom. She didn't know, like. Do you give your friends time to deal with the fact? Because her mom went through the same thing. So she wanted, like, what was it like for you, mom? How did you do No, it? I totally get that. But I'm saying if I'm Sabrina, I'd be like, so wait, how did you die? Because that's going to be That's important. the more important question. Yeah. yeah. That, I, the fact she didn't li- lead with that was a little, a little weird. But yeah. I thought the stuff with her and her mom was sweet. 
Um, uh, yeah. And we have the Harvey and Sabrina scene where he gives back the pencils. The Hinkle is not... Uh, they were not Hinkle. That's uh, Harvey and Sabrina are just not happening. Har- Hinkle is. Uh, <laughs> you ship Harvey with himself. Yeah, Harvey is fucking himself, and Hinkle is uh, strong here going forward. Uh, yeah. Ambrose had a uh, brought a dude home. Was yeah. hanging out with the dude. That's reading yeah. reading a Christmas story. I thought that was Satan that was some blesses big move. everyone. And then we have a last image of three demons coming three out de- of the mine. Yeah, yeah. Which um, maybe like three a, wise men. Definitely, but also it felt like it meant something more, perhaps? Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, was one of our questions, actually, on Twitter, so that's a nice segue. This is from uh, Pancake4Table on Twitter. Yes, please explain the three kings. Are we to believe that these three wise men were demons, or are these the negative zone versions of the three wise men? Um, What do you think? I mean, the way it was shot made it seem like it's something coming for our characters. Yes. Right. Um, but so, many it also seemed like there were the three wise men. Yeah, it could, I mean, it's very easily could be both. Um, because they come out, they're holding objects. Um, yeah. I feel like they One may of them be, was definitely Frankincense. I don't know. How do you know that? Oh, you could just tell. No, no, by no, the no, way, no, I'm sorry. Holding. Frankincense is actually the doctor. Uh, Frankincense is monster. <laughs> cool, is cool, something cool, different. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Well, definitely murder. Like, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all I was going to say is I think it could be either way. I honestly don't remember what they said in terms of the solstice, solstice story at the beginning. So they might have mentioned something about that, but I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. It felt like new so information. So it did feel like it was something that is coming for the town. Whether it's going to pay off in the next episode or not, we don't know. And we know the mines are basically a gateway to hell. Yeah. Uh, right. Stay out of the mine. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it was a tease, particularly because we've seen cliffhangers in almost every episode of the show so yeah. far. It feels like that was a three wise men thing that tied into the theme of the episode, but it is going to tee up what happens in the next episode. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, this is from Tonya, Tonya Joe Riley. I want to know why it seems like Susie is in mortal danger more than any other character. Is that going to be like a thing? It does feel like she's set up as the, well, cause Roz now has this site. So her thing is to sort of be the yeah. observant one who's then like, Hey, we need to fix this. Yep. So that leaves Susie to be the just, consummate victim throughout um which is weird case. yeah uh, but i think it i mean who is it it's harvey and Susie are like right yeah. but Susie has her ghost friend i think we're going to see more we talked about this but we're going to sort of see them form up as like the scooby squad yeah uh scooby gang excuse me uh, and start solving mysteries together despite the fact that they're sort of against sabrina right now so i think less of that going forward would be my guess yeah. Uh, this is from, uh, oop, let's see, Joe underscore crack. Is Pete happy that Sabrina questioned Witch's obsession with cannibalism? Yes, that was such a great line. I was like, thank you, Sabrina, for realizing this cannibalism thing is ridiculous and it keeps coming up. Thank you, Joe Crack. Anti-cannibalism. Yeah. And this God, why la- am I the only one who's anti-cannibal? I uh, think I, it's pretty cool. I grew up cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> Don't insult our upbringing. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm sorry, guys, but you're fucked up. Both yeah. of you. We grew up in the hills. Hills have eyes. <laughs> uh, and hunger for food. Mm, flesh. Love to eat flesh. No? What? <laughs> what? You want me to keep talking about this? <laughs> you're making a signal 
about Fuck you, you man I'm gonna walk out What is the other fucking <laughs> right. Tweet no, Twitter chill. fucking question Chill out hey, Jesus uh, One more tweet This is from At Aaron Blur Question Which one of you guys Is most likely To dip the others in wax And keep their souls forever Thoughts Sabrina is a mess How much do good intentions Count when you zombify Your boyfriend's brother And then he's forced to kill him And those pencils Were cool though yeah. Uh, So yeah What Lots do you think Lots to unpack it there I'm probably the well, no. I mean, maybe Zalvin would do that to us, but I feel like I would definitely not hesitate to dip you both in wax. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So we For can like, always pad- podcast. Uh, exfoliating mm-hmm. wax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, you mean, yeah, it was. You mean wax to like like a Brazilian uh, wax? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep who, us hairless. Who is most likely to give the others a Brazilian? <laughs> I, I think Pete said yes. <laughs> I would never want to do that to Pete because he's very hairy. Yeah. Uh, we should mention, actually, that we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash comic book club and uh i think starting next month if you do the five dollar level pete will come to your house and give you a brazilian no that's definitely not no that's not is that true that's not happening i hear that you can't make me do that well Well, let us know on twitter at comic book live or at riverdale dark and uh we will let you guys know when pete is going to come give you your brazilian Yep, that's a promise. Uh, Before we go, this episode only, which witch reigns supreme? Pete. I'm going to have to go with Sabrina's mom. Great. Nice. She's not a witch. <laughs> She's the only one on the show who's not a witch. Yep. <laughs> witch uh, like behavior, Justin. Which witch? Uh, well, I mean, I got to say, the absence did make my heart grow fonder because you know I love that Nick Scratch. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> just the, me- was the, it even just the, mere, the mere mention of him, I was like, yes. Come on. Uh, all right, I'm going to go with Hilda just because I love her baking. That's yeah, always yeah. a Nailed ton of fun. Nice. All right, guys, we already mentioned the Patreon info, but we also do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Totally free. Please come on by. We'll chat with you about Sabrina. Uh, also, check out our Riverdale podcast, the Riverdale After Dark feed. Um, that goes, uh, well, when the show comes back, but we'll be doing a couple of episodes here and there. Yeah. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friends on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Com- Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. And we'll see you around the candelabra. Good evening. Give me my shampoo bottle.